Philadelphia. Hello, everybody. It is the Barchard Show. We are live from Last Out Media Studios. Well, not all of us. I mean, Kyle is in his one uh, one bedroom shanty, uh, living his best life. And of course, mm-hmm. uh, Gary, Coach Gary from the Man Cave from uh, Waterboy Central. We thank mm-hmm. you for being with us this morning. We thank you for joining the replay. And of course, as always, thank you to our brand new sponsor for sponsoring not only the Waterboys, but the live stream Barger Show as well. And I'm talking about the folks over at 3DPT.com, three dimensional physical therapy. If you are tired, and trust me, I am tired all of the time. It is 5 a.m. My my days start at 3 a.m. I have to admit this, fellas. I'm getting old. I'm getting old. My knees are killing me, and I'm not going to pretend anymore that that nagging knees or back pain or anything that's coming up, um, you know, I, I need to go figure it out. So I don't need to wait for a doctor's appointment with, with a 3D PT, uh, x-rays, pain pills. You can go see a physical therapist like the pros uh, to help you get better faster than you think. Three-dimensional physical therapy are the specialist in sports for orthopedic PT and can get you moving again pain-free. Um, 3D PT is owned by physical therapists, and that's uh, important because, uh, well, I mean, if you don't know the business and you haven't been around and just start a physical therapy business, it's not uh, the greatest thing in the world, and I don't think I'd come there. Uh, but uh, it's, you know, it's not a hospital. There aren't big physician groups, and the focus is really just getting back to your best you. So uh, you get one-on-one time with a physical therapist and personalized care. They got five locations in South Jersey, voted the best of South Jersey as well. That's 3D physical therapy. It's going to get you moving again, and their info is uh, right below in the description here. Uh, you can also uh, check them out, 3dp.com uh, as well. Fellas, there's been uh, some shakeups. There's been some news, and honestly, uh, not so really surprising news. Good morning to uh, KOP Mike, and of course, the uh, our good friend uh, Ryan Lee from <laughs> from the Hoops and the Hail Marys. But uh, Michael Silver uh, in the mix and saying... Hey, guess what? Uh, Zach Ertz is probably going to be traded this week. So first and foremost, uh, I really would like to know where you think he's going to end up. Does the compensation going to wow us over? I doubt it. I doubt it. I mean, people are, I think, uh, what, Bleacher Report was speculating that Ertz, if they get a fourth out of him, would be spectacular. I think it's getting into some conversations there. I think it would be pretty funny if he ends up on the Colts again. I wouldn't be surprised if it, if that's the case. Him and Carson back to uh, and get the band back together again. But Kyle, where do you think he ends up? I think Jacksonville will be a good one. Uh, obviously, Trevor Lawrence is going to be the uh, number one overall pick. Just a, a safety blanket for Urban Meyer and uh, and Jacksonville Jaguars. I can't see why why not have someone reliable there. Gare, where is he heading? Indianapolis would be interesting. I I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't sleep on. Uh, the LA the LA Chargers uh, give yeah, Herbert another target, give him another target, just a reliable target to kind of push him forward. But you know, I mean, listen, Zach Ertz, thank you, thank you very much for the. Uh, you don't mean that. You don't mean that. You don't mean that. I hate him. That, every see, that's what I'm saying. Like I, that's, I don't understand. We should this. love him. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> it's, and it's I'm, no. because he didn't connect with me in some way. <laughs> I'm not. Why is that? Why, why did Zach Ertz not really connect with anybody? And everybody just throws the same thing. No, yeah, well, Zach can't get, <laughs> no. can't get it done. Ooh, but he catches literally every ball that's thrown to him, and he's somehow wide open, and yet that's not skillful or you know, no, anything. There was a, just... a three-year period where he was obviously the like the best tight end in football. I've been right there with Kelsey and Gronk. Like You could easily make the argument at a time. I just think, I don't know. It's I, I loved Brent Selleck, and I don't know why, but I did love Brent Selleck, and I always was like, yeah, well, he's just not as yeah. good as Selleck. And then <laughs> and it was like very obviously he was much better than Selleck. I was like, yeah, but Brent's still really good. I think, so the I think it was fans, more just holding on to him. 
I think the female fan loves loves Zeckerts. Honestly. Like all my all my female my my female friends love Zeckerts. Love Julie too. Well, I think it's a, the tight end's naturally a handsome position. You know, like there isn't really an ugly tight end. It's fair. Tony Gonzalez, man dying. <laughs> yeah. Like, right, can you think of one ugly tight end? Yeah, it's just like, of course, they're going to be. Jeremy Shockey. Uh, Ooh, I mean, is Gronk ass. good looking? Oh, he's kind of rock and yeah, roll, though. Is Gronk good looking? Have you seen yeah. him party? Doesn't even really matter if, I mean, uh, it's like if, you have, if you have persona. Yeah, he's got the six pack. He's got all that stuff. He's Great. much more oh, handsome than three of us. Let's just George say that. Ki- George Kittle's pretty ugly. George yeah, Kittle's pretty ugly. He's yeah. Iowa. Yeah, he, has that, yeah. he has Look, that like yeah. uh, thing to him, though, where it's like, no, he's good looking because he is so ugly. Oh, yeah. is this guy going to take me in a van and kill me? Or is he going to score <laughs> two touchdowns in the game? See, and that's what we're looking for. Like, yeah. I don't know if there is a Philadelphia branded type end other than like Mark Bavaro back in the 80s or whatever. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's what Lee, that's probably like Coach Gary's just like, I don't know. I just like Brent Selleck more because he can almost snatch a soul from a body. Like, that's the, I, I think. Uh, I loved Brent Selleck. Uh, why? I, I, why? Yeah, why? I don't, know. I don't know. I just loved Brent Selleck. Brent Selleck, I would actually say, like, would go down in like my top five favorite Eagles of all time. Really? That's okay. That's yeah. okay I guess that's a, that's not that's fair. I just mean I, if you're talking about playing all that. What stuff. a weird player! Oh, <laughs> man, I love Brent Selleck. My uncle used to text me in college all the time that Brent Selleck sucked, and I just loved rubbing it in his face. Brent Selleck <laughs> had a good career here. Maybe uh, everybody joining in, uh, Ryan and Michael, and everybody watching, feel free to comment in. Why is it that you? Or do or don't like like Zach Ertz. I feel we're on the brink of the moment that he lands with the Chargers, or the Bengals, or the Colts, that it's just going to be this unleashed hell of takes of he was always soft, it never worked out. These guys are getting that. Like it, we we can't wait to do that almost. And you know, like everybody has at one point or another throughout. I would say the last year and a half recycles the are we too tough on a Philadelphia athlete? And first of all, the answer is always no to that. I, I don't think anybody is. Uh, but is I, I feel as though these type of personalities, if you seem empathetic at all as a person and as a football player, we automatically don't like you. <laughs> like mm. Ertz is the same, the same reason that Carson towards the end, like. Ugh, people want to get rid of that. Anything that sounds like we could have feelings, I feel like we want to get rid of it. Like this should be if you're a Philadelphia athlete and you're hanging out here, you should have this armor around you at all times. And what we say doesn't matter, but you better listen to us. It's just confusing. I don't think it's hard. It's just confusing. <laughs> let's use let use Dawkins as an example because did he? Would you say he kind of stayed guarded as an actual player, just showed passion, and then as when it was finally all over, he let it all out that he went through like significant mental health issues like do you think it was do you think he played that right he's like i'm just going to keep this to myself until it's all over then i'll talk about it because they already love me anyway maybe i i yeah i i don't i don't know like uh but do you think mcnab showed too much empathy I think McNabb. No, I think McNabb's just selfish. Just, <laughs> so we can't. So if you show empathy, we don't like you. If you're selfish, we don't like you. I mean, we just let's just. How about we just call a spade a spade and say we suck. We suck. Right. <laughs> I think we kind of do. If we admitted Dude, that I, to ourselves, people I suck. Jimmy here. Rollins and Jimmy Rollins is obviously the best of the three players at the time. Like I don't understand the Jimmy Rollins hate. Um, I also challenge you all to do this. Go back and just watch Donovan McNabb career highlights this year. I mean, this week. I mean, I would. I would. I would. Can't think of anything less that I would want. What to do. we miss. What we're missing. Good God, was that fun football? He was good. Oh, that. Yeah. Just okay, go yeah, back and be like, yes. Dude, what it could have been. 
<laughs> yeah, it could have been. Uh, it could have been the same thing. Like it's not going to. Well, I, I mean, don't think maybe if Donovan anywhere. just backed his boy once and gave To a new contract, then it's we would have gotten one earlier. So here's what Ryan says. Right, Arts is one of my all-time favorite Eagles. He's one of the non-DHK jersey That's guys big. that are currently old. That's big Ooh, time. That is big uh, time. And uh, he's uh, definitely ran his course through the city, though. I, I don't think so at all. I think I this is a, this is another mistake for the Eagles that you know you're going to give away a fantastic player that your quarterback that you drafted and said was going to be great and paid him all that money really affected his season going into it. Um, you know, you couldn't get you. You wanted him for ten, you, but he wants thirteen or fourteen, which is probably what the market price was. He helped you out last time. He was one of the most significant pieces in the Super Bowl, um, uh, by the way, and helping out Nick Foles a ton. Uh, I do think Zach has the right to say he's been disrespected because he has from us, from the organization, and from. I don't know, just the overall garnishing respect. I, if if multiple people are calling about Zach Ertz, that's an issue. Everybody thinks he's dead. He's not even going to be 31 until November of this year. And we know that tight ends, just like quarterbacks, if they stay relatively healthy, are going to last for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, Zach's probably got his second career of the next five or six years of playing really, really great ball. I don't expect him to get out there and have like 75 or 80 catches every single season, but... He's not going anywhere, and the, we never respected him because now we're all screaming for a guy like Kyle Pitts at six, and we can't <laughs> like where everyone's obsessed with that. And now that's where the that's where all of this is going to shift to. It's like, well, it, now it's a replacement for Zach Ertz. You got to take Pitts at six. What else do you have? I mean, we can't just trust Dallas Goddard to run this team and do all that. Or you know, I don't know. They signed Trey Burton, or uh, Dick Rod ends up being tight end number two because he's not that old either. Mm-hmm. But dude, Dick this, Rod had a hell of a year. <laughs> I, uh, coach, I, I think this is just a, another huge mistake, and people are going to enjoy Zach Ertz leaving until they see him, you know, prosper over the next two or three years and realize that this is part of the cap situation. This is part of the hell you're going to go and get through, and there's no way that this fourth or fifth round pick is going to equal that. Well, I think that's what you have to take this away as this is getting out of the cap situation. If you, if there was no cap problem, I would say you probably hold on to him because what is a good young quarterback need is a good tight end, right? So. And and having two is nice. I would, I'm be interested to see what Goddard can do because I think Goddard's good. I don't think he's going to be Zach Ertz good, but you know, at this point, I think I think it's the right decision to let him like to trade him. I think it's as a football standpoint or organizational standpoint, not so much football because I think Zach has a lot of football left in him. Yeah, I think this is just the right time to do it. I actually think this is one of those times where we can sit back and be like, I think this is the Eagles are making the right decision here. And making sure they're, they're they're committing to the direction that they want to go, which is hard to say because they just reworked a bunch of veteran contracts again. Right. But that was defensively. So, I mean, I mean, it just seems to me like they're I don't know if you feel this way, John. I feel like the last week of events kind of like points that they're they're actually going to give Jalen Hurts a shot. Yeah, I, I think oh, they, I think it, I think it seems that way. I don't think I'm really coming off quarterback at six right now. I don't think they're thinking that way. No, I don't. I don't either. Although you know, there's probably an obvious another smokescreen coming at oh, some sure. point. Kyle, that, that's for you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, 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 I think QB rumors flow back in, but I, y- yeah. And Kyle, I don't know about you, but my mind was pretty much made up when Brian Johnson, new quarterback coach, totally had that relationship with Jalen Hurts. I think there that was in an obvious. They're going to give this kid a chance, and everybody was still with, oh, maybe Carson will come back, and we all know that wasn't happening. So, yeah. um, 
We hope. I'm, I, it it kind of gets me rather excited. I mean, and, and Gary kind of pointed out where we're going next. You extend Lane Johnson. You do the Howie special. Everybody gets guaranteed money. You free up some more cap room. Then, then I start to come around a little bit in the next month and a half, and you guys have really convinced me that this offensive line is going to be okay because you don't, have, see, you don't have some dumbass like mm-hmm. causing own sacks back there, and Jalen will be on me going, okay. Here we go. And, and Rager's got a little – you could do a little two-yard outs, and then we got – Good old Jack Driscoll can run a five-one and just get him in on some some packages. Yeah. He can be your third tight end, and and now we've got an excellent screen game from left to right. We're making a lot of movement. We've got mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts that we drafted at six. We've got two tight ends streaking down in the middle. I'm kind of buying back in, fellas. I think it's Jamar uh, Chase season. It's Jamar uh, Chase season, John. Yeah, not it's Kyle Pitts season. Ooh, with Jamar Chase, I'll take them all. Whoever yes. whoever ends up ultimately on the beans list, where are you at, Kyle? That's one thing where it's like you could take Howie is in a position where he could take 10 guys and I'd probably be like, you know what? I understand it. Like if he wants to go Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddell, Devontae oh, Smith, no. Penny oh, Sewell. No. If he wants to go over Sean Slater. Oh, no. He's selling him. He's, he's talking himself back into Howie. I oh, mean, no. no, no I'm doing it. We're doing I'm it. talking myself back into Howie. I mean, if they go eight and eight. I think that's a successful season. If they win executive go, of the year. <laughs> if they go anything less than eight and eight. I don't want this what guy if, being a what? part of the rebuild. Do you think he's do? He does that on purpose. He just purposely gets to this point just so he can win executive. Well, we talked of the about year? this. I oh oh oh. He tanked so that he can win executive of the year, so he could dust yeah. off the mantle and put a little trophy up there. I mean, well, this would be mistakes. the first time he does it on perfect, right? On purpose, yeah. right? Because Chip did it last time. Well, that's that's I true. I mean, he did lose or the did power he? struggle. So or maybe, did he? Yeah, maybe he's like, let this idiot ruin the franchise. I'll come in and save it again. Like do. do uh, we all agree that Howie set him up while he was in the back of that broom closet, right? Sure. There's I mean, no way he didn't have a hand in pushing. Some, well, that was the that thing. It was, Vin, it was eventual Howie, right? Maybe yeah, didn't probably, restructure oh, a contract. Was like, mm. uh, hey, Chip, um, I just learned that we could probably trade for Sam Bradford. You want to do it? Hell yeah. Like, well, yeah, sure. We should probably do that. Can they really? F- <laughs> I, I guess they could flip Ertz for the Cincinnati pick, but. Uh, so I heard that floated out there too. Yeah, it's a, a good question. If they if they make that urge trade with Cincinnati and flop six and five, are they taking a quarterback? I still don't think so. Just based on what we were just kind of talking about there, I do think that they're going to give this kid a chance. Or you know the 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 reason why we might be wrong is they're just setting it up that way, just in case they absolutely have to go with Jalen Hurts and they're not sure how the quarterbacks are going to shake out and they're going to be prepared to take one. It's very possible. I don't think that's enough to swap picks, though. Do you? That's the one thing I don't. I never understood about that. So, I don't think Ertz is valuable enough just to move up one spot. The question really is like if it depends on what the Bengals want to do, right? Because every yeah. mock, if you read, it looks like the Bengals probably want to go offensive line. If the Eagles are only moving up to five. That would signal to me right away it's probably going to be Penny Sewell because I think he's going to be there. I think there's going to mm-hmm. be a run on these quarterbacks. We say that every year. There's going to be a run on quarterbacks, and someone's going to make a move, especially if uh, the Jets want to trade back, which it kind of seems like they may want to do. We're not too far away from the draft, and there's no decision on Darnold yet. Right. Um, I actually think if it's going to be just a straight flip, and it's like I don't have to give away another pick, like if if – if there's basically a backdoor deal between Howie and whoever the GM is out in Cincinnati, it's like, listen, we're not taking Penny Sewell. If he's there, he's still yours, and you get Zach Ertz. You could, I could see that happening, but from the value of what the one pick, the one pick should be, obviously Cincinnati could ask for more. 
Yeah. And I, I would ask for more. <laughs> like, I don't Yeah, be like, even just a fourth round pick, be like, fine, we'll do the flop, but you have to give me a right. fourth round pick. Like, you have to give them something because you it's only one spot, sure. But like, you could always welch on your deal and be like, Sewell's here, I'm taking them. Well, in, in the oh. other. Th- oh, God. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, you're taking yeah. a risk there. I, I wonder if this is going to be one of the more entertaining. Well, no, it is. This is going to be one of the more entertaining off seasons, strictly because there's all that. It's quarterback carousel hell again for the second year in a row. Um, and we'll get to Russell Wilson in a second because I'm huh. ha, the ad starting to kick up. I like burn of where he could actually land here in a second. But the other interesting thing, I don't know if you guys caught these rumors at all, but the possibility that the Cardinals and the Texans would swap quarterbacks in a trade where they would send Russell Wilson to Arizona, Kyle Murray came, becomes the the next quarterback of the Texans. Like, that's something I want to see just as an NFL fan. <laughs> I, I, the ultimate revenge tour where the band gets back together in the And NFC where would West. Deshaun Watson go? The Texans. Oh, no, Deshaun Watson no, goes to, go to the Arizona. Cardinals. And then oh, they're okay. swapping. So Kyler Murray goes oh, to the Texans. Swap- okay, okay. I would. I want to see that. Do you guys want to see that? <laughs> I don't know I'd if it's possible. It. I'd love to see it, but do we really need to see the Houston Cardinals? I mean, like, come on. Yes, yes, do we, we do. really need to see it. I mean, what's going to happen is they're going to play the Bengals on Saturday in the wild card game and lose. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. But, yeah. That's pretty Who's that hurts? I, Yeah. All right. That because I kind of forgot. Yeah. Bill O'Brien, Cliff Kingsbury might be the same person. We, we'll we'll kind of see how that works out as it goes along. But uh, the one frightening thing here, Kyle. Uh, which you kind of brought to my attention, so maybe, maybe you even kind of tell everybody what's what's going on here. Is it possible? Are you really serious that Russell Wilson could end up with the Cowboys? It is technically possible. It's probably more of a long shot. They are going to be in cap hell in the next couple of years. They got to pay everybody. But I mean, if you can, you know, can you franchise tag? I don't know how the rules are. Can you franchise tag Dak and maybe make it a little more easier on the on the trade package and then flip that for Russell Wilson? No, so uh, if you franchise tag him, he has to sign it to be traded. So he has to sign it and then you can trade him. Okay. So kind of like might a, still end up working out, actually. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I think I don't know. I think the Cowboys are in an interesting position right now. And and, and it's probably they're probably in the back end. If there was five teams, they'll probably be number five. Uh, Russell Wilson obviously already named his his guys. I don't think Dallas was was Dallas on there. It was yeah, New Dallas Orleans, was- Chicago, Vegas and uh, and, and Dallas. And Dallas. Yep. And I mean, it's wherever it's wherever the wife wants to go. And what does that tell you? <laughs> the wife, no matter what, Dallas, you could be, Texas? I don't know. You could be one of the most famous quarterbacks, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. The wife still decides what, what where we're going to eat or or uh, or how we're spending the money or where we're living. I mean, well, and props for her for finding Dallas because man, I mean, that's a lot of money and really cheap property out there. I mean, like in the, yeah. not you know, Texas is pretty cheap. It's a lot cheaper than in any, any of the other cities. So good for her. Have you heard this before? No state income tax. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no state income tax. If yeah, he when goes to Vegas, it's the ultimate Sierra pick, right? Just so she can oh, get a yeah. residency. Oh yeah, she'll be on uh, America's Got Talent by yeah. uh, by next year. Man, uh, so. I think the uh, that's the only thing that would me kind of give up on the season. If Russell Wilson ends up becoming the quarterback of the of the Cowboys, I'm like, all right, that's it. Well, they're the, the best quarterback sure. in the NFC East. Yeah, like right now, okay. right now the Eagles are winning the division. Don't even need the draft to see. We don't even need to see how it plays out. We know that's going to happen unless 
Russell Wilson ends up with the Cowboys, then I'm just going to go, okay, it's a great year to see what Jalen Hurts is made of. And, you don't and think if Dak is back? You don't think if Dak comes back, they're, they're not the clear favorite? I nope. mean, nope. They're, they're, they have to fix that defense. I mean, even if Russell Wilson goes there, they're going to give up 50 points a game. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> they need to fix- play with Seattle. Well, yeah, they need to fix their relationship with Dak Prescott. That's why I think they're going to, you know, it's not going to matter. And they're going to fire Mike McCarthy after that. There are talks going on. I think last week they said there was a two-year deal, and it wasn't that far away. At least it was starting to become more civil. So it would be interesting to see. I don't know. I mean, I, my, Mike from KOP will charm in saying I, he hopes that Russell Wilson shows up in Dallas. I've heard him say this on the radio already. <laughs> yeah. So he can just close the door and the Eagles sneaking into the playoffs. That's exa- right I, on I've cue. already right heard on him cue. say it. Um, listen, Russell Wilson, go ahead. Go to the Cowboys. He's, he, I think he's going to be 33 at the beginning of the year. You probably have two to three years left of him. It's the Dallas Cowboys. They're not going to win stuff, and they're not going to win anything. And on top of that, let's be fair. Russell Wilson hasn't won a thing since his defense hasn't been good. He's a first-round exit in the playoffs. Oh, not and that he good just, And then we're just – no, I'm not saying he's not good. I'm just like, he's going to wind up in Dallas, who's a bad organization. Fine, take him. If, we're not, if it's going to take a little bit of a build for us, fine. Let them win the division three years in a row and lose in the first round. I'm fine with that. <laughs> that's a, you, you that's what's going to happen. You think the, the Seahawks haven't been successful because Russell Wilson can't win games? He I can't mean, win big come games. Up small, I mean, like, listen, he, he went toe-to-toe with a Josh McCown in the playoffs last year and then got bounced the next week, right? Well, I but it, but it didn't. Like, I just, that, I'm just saying, when he's been in the playoffs, I haven't been that impressed with him as of lately. Seattle has always looked like that kind of in the playoffs, except for when they were winning Super Bowls. Like yeah, that the has big not like changed. Cal- like Carolina when they were going. And yet we give credit to like Brian Schottenheimer and be like, ah, oh, yeah, that's that's an offense that we like. And Pete wants to run the ball more. P- Seattle is the only team in the NFL that runs more than I think they pass, or at least is balanced to that. So, uh, whatever. Well, Baltimore. The, the Super Bowl um, broke broke Pete Carroll's brain when he didn't run it and, and, and threw the ball. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the problem. The it's time. like you just have this tape. Like you, you obviously win a Super Bowl if you just hand the ball to Marshawn, which is insane. The guy just ripped off a five-yard run by like throwing six Patriots off of him right before it. Just give him the ball again. It was a bit, the stupidest play call of all time. Yeah, yeah uh, it, it still would have might have worked though. I, I, I still like the play call even though it didn't work. Of course, yeah, I had to say I mean, that. But no, no, but you're, but you're not wrong. I, I can't believe we're gonna we're gonna do revisionist history on that. No, no, like, no, no. You watch it though. I mean, Malcolm, Malcolm Butler. Like read that play, to unbelievable play. Team. Yeah. Well, yeah, they also like, said like they, they said. I think they said that one was like we knew this could be coming on in yeah. this situation, probably because they had cameras inside the practices of the Seahawks. Probably. But, but you know. we're we're not going to be talking about that. I don't know. In that, no. in that sense, for for a while, for anybody in the NFC East, um, I feel like people are still just outside of. You know, maybe Tampa, the Chiefs, all the all the people that kind of made the playoffs. Everybody's basically scrambling, has no idea what's next. Uh, there is, I mean, I don't know if you guys read that from uh, what was it, uh, Diane? I believe had something the last week saying there's just going to be some massive cut of NFL mm-hmm. players. We're starting to see that a little bit. Um, you know, and how he's getting ready to to do whatever he does. Um, I I still think there's one little mini splash that we don't think that they can pull off. They can, and there's also going to be a lot of, like, it's just so unbelievable how this lines up like it's 2016 again. It's crazy how 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 amazing these parallels are, and and that's kind of more or less why I'm I'm talking myself back into it, just like we were doing the beginning here. You know, as long as Russell Wilson doesn't show up. 
if Jalen Hurts keeps continuing to improve, which there's no no reason in my mind that I don't I don't think he's going to at least for this. And just the element of surprise, the Eagles don't have any tape on coach and quarterback really together and we don't really know what offense they're running we all just assume it's Frank Reich but there's going to be twists and turns we don't really know what the defense is going to run so it's exciting like this is a an unpackaging of uh, of of presence here as we get into uh you know the offseason and I I, uh, I I just feel that there's going to be the Eagles are going to be much better than people are Credit for? I know that's not really that uh, that much different than maybe maybe some of the stuff you've heard this week, but it's just obvious. There's too many indicators that says that this is going to go up. It's just a matter of does anyone else really improve in quarter uh, with quarterback play uh, in the NFC East? And I just don't think that's going to happen either. Offensive line stays healthy, currently constructed. This team wins at least seven games. Think about it yeah, that way, right? So if they stay healthy. There's seven games. Jalen Hurts flashes at all. There's maybe two. There's your nine games. Yeah. yeah right I, there. I mean, if you can get the offensive line through one year healthy, you have a shot at winning at least seven games. Like, that's, I, I truly believe that. And if you get it, I mean, if they could, I'm not saying run the ball like crazy, but really like commit to Miles Sanders, try and use him a little bit more in multiple ways. Let the best playmaker on your team make plays for you. I think I think you can I think this team can do some interesting things. He's not the best player on the team. Um, he's not I the best player in the offense. Player. No, he's not. Who's better than him His, right now? The, the quarterback is a much better player than than that guy. That, anybody on the offensive line, like he's not the most important part of the offense. In in a, even in a playmaking sense, if we're relying on, on be Miles your most Sanders consistent playmaker right now, wouldn't so he? Th- you're gonna then then you're definitely just gonna win seven games if that's the case. Well, I mean, it's just, I mean, that's not necessarily true. If you if you get Jamar Chase and you're going to like gradually bring him like, I guess not gradually bring him along, but like yeah. you're still going to use the run to compliment. Him. I'm not saying you just have to run the ball too. get get creative with Miles Sanders like other teams do. I mean, they do awesome things with Clyde Edward Hilaire and he had a good season until he got hurt. They do awesome things with Alvin Kamara. I know these guys are uber talented, but like find creative ways to get the ball into a playmaker. And they used to do this yeah. with Westbrook all the time. They found creative ways to get him the ball. I mean, he used to line up at wide receiver and outside receiver. Just find creative ways to use them. Yeah, same with Sproles and same with I mean that that yeah. hasn't been anything much. Uh, much but you different can see from- it when he gets the ball. He's when he gets the ball. He's a legitimate playmaker and threat to score. We got to yep. find a way to use him more. And I think that was one major thing Doug lacked. And then it would be stupid they throw Boston Scott in there. I'm done with the Boston Scott experiment. I well, am. I'm, I, well, I'm done with a quarterback not being able to throw a two yard swing pass to probably mean, affecting hey, listen, Miles play <laughs> as well there. So like, well, uh, he also had the, he had a case of the drops this year too. Let's all be fair with Miles Sanders. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and and a bad quarterback as well. So, well, yeah. uh, but uh, we'll, we'll have to. Uh, I mean, that's going to continue on. There's going to be uh, everybody's going to warm up to it. It's going to be great. Even I will make a prediction. Even KOP Mike will have some positive words to say at one point. Mm-hmm. Not long term, no. but he'd be like, well, I can't even argue with that because I really like that. So Tough schedule, though. Tough Let's schedule. That. Let's keep that into consideration. Very tough schedule. Uh, also tough is uh, trying to find you know, the right piece of jewelry or the right gift for that special someone in your life. And I know that our friends over at uh, Barsky Diamonds. Well, obviously, they're family-owned, and they've been around for a while at Jewelers Roll, 724 Sansom Street, over a century, in fact. Uh, they've been the, the Philadelphia tradition during best in value and customers. 
service and none of their sales associates uh, on commission. And I can't tell you how annoying that is. And you always know when a salesperson is, they're getting real pushy. They're getting real pressury. <laughs> You're just in there trying to look for, you know, that nice, beautiful piece for your special someone. So uh, they don't do that there. They also create custom pieces in store for you. Obviously, resizing comes and that's that's not even what, what we're talking about here. I mean, whatever it is to fit it perfectly on your finger, your neck, your wrist, they do it all for you. Come in and work out uh, with their experienced team. And if you want to uh, put in a customer order, uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> come in and work out with their experienced team if you want to put in a custom order. That's uh, uh, Barksy, and you can go uh, check them out where, Kyle? Uh, they're great for Mother's Day gifts, obviously, summer engagements, wedding rings, and much more. Yeah, BarskyDiamonds.com, promo code WATER, 10% off select jewelry, anything $3,000 or less. Woo, look at that. Mm. Not not yeah. a bad deal. Thank you uh, to uh, uh, them for joining the program. And not thank you to Adam Silver for running an all-star game in the midst of a pandemic, now causing possibly Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, about 14 days or plus more. We haven't heard anything. There hasn't been any so, uh, updates since I woke up, have I? There has been, which is good, which is actually looking pretty good. They're testing negative. So if they start the clock on Saturday, they test negative for five straight days. They can play by Thursday when they get back. Okay. Excellent. Mm. Feelings, on, feelings on any of this? I just. Go to Great Clips. Uh, good God. I've been to Great Clips five times during the <laughs> pandemic and haven't p- tested positive. Just go to Great Clips. Be fine. Am I wrong on this? Do you do you treat a haircut like a massage where it's just just don't talk to me? I don't want to hear about your day. I don't want to talk about my day. I look at um, not not a haircut as a as a luxury, but as yeah. a just I, I like to enjoy my hair getting cut. Sit in the chair, in out, and let's go. Because I've been going to great don't clips, super clips, one of the clips, and I just had the same person, nice person. They just talk too much. You, well, I, I don't. You just don't blink first. That's the key. If you, you don't, if you don't start asking them questions, we're I talking. Don't. Like I'm just saying, you just be blunt. I don't know. Find a way to be more rude. Have those people who just have motor mouths that need their yeah. need their mouth to just work every couple of minutes, and it's just. I, I, am I wrong? I, I'm okay to be wrong, but I think it's kind of like a massage. I treat it like a massage. I don't want to talk that to you when I'm getting is, a massage. He's touching your head and cutting your hair. I think it's a little bit easier if he's going to be like, "Hey, man, what do you do for work?" <laughs> Let's just say this person and I don't have the same probably interests in life. It's okay. just all small talk that that you ever have small talk that doesn't matter that doesn't get anywhere every day, just, every I day. Hate it. Yeah, actually, yeah, right there. Corporate corporate America. It's basically corporate America talk. It's like, how you doing? Yeah, good. So, so it's you don't. So Kyle is comfortable in silence. Where else do you sit like silently? Kid. Where where would it be the weird to chair? be quiet? Don't talk to me in the dentist yeah. chair. Who That's does that? Given. <laughs> oh, a bad dentist. dentist. A bad dentist, yeah. You can um, answer that. <laughs> on a bus, on a public transportation, like don't yes. talk to me there. That's the ultimate like, don't talk to me. On yeah, public just transportation. Like, we have to just we just we don't always have to talk. What what is it? God gave you two ears and one mouth. <laughs> All right. Like my teacher used to say back in the day. <laughs> I don't talking. understand what I don't understand why you wouldn't want to talk to your your barber or your haircut person or whatever like that's just because that's the, weird to the, me the I'm barber a, thing is clips. the barber is a little bit i guess dead no nah, that's not fair to say but no way. you're going to a great clips you're seeing like this you're seeing this you're seeing you're getting the same haircut by 19 different people like you're not seeing the same lady or well, man yeah, although yeah, I don't, that's yeah, different. i mean like if, you, if you're going to a barber sure you're probably friends with that guy 
Yeah. If you're going to a great clips, you're, you're that's business. Let me tell you something. I go to a haircut once every three months. I've been getting the same thing for nine years, and it's a chore to me. I just want to get in and get out. I agree with Kyle. I hate the convo where both parties clearly don't give a shit about the answers. It's yeah. pointless. Yeah, I, I guess that there's a... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. John, I, we're not discussing like LeBron versus MJ or like how the Sixers going to you know navigate. Maybe you should go to sports clips so you can just start giving there's, takes while you're there. There's, there's not a sports clips in, there you in, go. in the area. It's back the at legendary home. hot towel finish. Get in there and just start giving your takes. Sports clips is good. Just be like, and I think Lane Johnson's going to play 17 games this year and see what the barber says. And they did find out the model where it's like, hey, stick this idiot in front of a TV and let him just become mindless again. And I'm like, yes, that's what I and maybe that's why I grew up on sports clips. And that's why I don't want to be talked to. Like, you, should be like, you should have an option to sponsor the program. You should have an option to be like, hey, do you want to have it be talked to or not? <laughs> Isn't it, how fucked up would that be when you're walking to the person that's cutting your hair and be like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> that's fine. I was like, I saw you from out. across the room and fuck that. Fill out a form. Fill out a form. <laughs> Can we personally, you want to personally offend the person that's just about to cut your hair? Like, how are you good. offended? Just cut my hair. Do a service. Get in, get out. I'll tip you good. I'll pay you. It's not like, it's, it's not like I'm, you know. Then cut, cut your own hair. Didn't. Just go get cut, cut your own hair. Why can't you just Ooh, cut your own hair? Here we go. You know, Devil's advocate. I'm going to detail this. This person, has, this person has no impact on your life. Here's what you should do. Just, just spin a web of lies. Go in there and be like, yeah, I'm a financial advisor. And just like start laying stocks on him and ruin his life. That would actually be awesome. Yeah. I just, if I just built this web, web of lies of yeah. a story, of a backstory. Like I'm like uh, the catcher if you can guy. <laughs> yeah, he could do that. Would, I, could do, I do that. I work. Yeah. I work right across the street for the hospital. I got surgery in ten minutes. I need this done quick. Yeah, there you go. Stuff like that. Like, yeah. I'm a. What are you I'm doing a, surgery on? Another knee. I'm a billionaire investor. There you go. A billionaire. There, yes. I mean, if you're a billionaire investor getting your hair cut at Great Clips, I think you need to re- reevaluate your portfolio. Uh, no, the they, cheapest people like for billionaires. I believe Cuban still, get, Cuban still gets his hair cut at one of those places because mm-hmm. he goes. Sure. Well, why not? He also doesn't change his bed sheets either, which is really weird. I just feel like you can just stop giving a shit once you're rich. That's what's great about it, you know. We just hire uh, people for this. Sorry, I, I totally derailed this with this. I don't, and I don't even know if okay. I got an answer. Am I, am I wrong for for you wanting to get that off your chest? You hate Great Clips and the people that talk to you. That's fine. I do hate people that talk to me while getting a, a service. No, yeah, I don't. I I I don't. I just don't think Kyle likes to talk to people in general. No, I do. I really do. I I, I like go outside and walk around sometimes. I just like look around for people. and I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a good I'm a good get a coffee, talk to the guy in front of me. Like if we're both waiting, you know, awkwardly and stuff like I'm good at that stuff. I'm good at the small talk. But yeah, when I'm there for 15 to 20 minutes, like I'm not going to talk to this guy for 15, 20 minutes. First of all, I don't care about him. He doesn't care about me. We're just waiting for our coffees and it's going to take you about two minutes. But, John, I feel like you like your barber and that's why you don't understand where I'm coming from. I have never been to I have cut my own hair for the last 10 years so like i, I that, that's that and uh, like i just don't but i was still re- if i'm going to a place and respect their business and i respect their haircut because occasionally like you know i'll fuck it up and i need somebody to yeah. you know to to change this this beautiful mane of mine which i always just end up wearing a hat anyway uh but um, yeah i think it's important to to talk to the people that are 
<laughs> okay. giving you next, that service because next cause time you get a massage, talk to the guy as he's just in your in your back. No, 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 yeah. no. Massage. Uh-huh. massage oh, 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 so now we just get to pick and choose what we want to talk to. Everybody. Or a massage is you're most likely naked or wearing underwear. So then it's really weird. Saying. Also, I've gotten one massage in my life. We got one on our honeymoon. We did the couples massage. I was asleep in five minutes. Don't oh, even yeah. remember. <laughs> I was asleep. My wife goes, "What'd you think?" I was like, "I don't know. I fell asleep." Uh, yeah, no, you don't talk during massage. That's the that's that's built in. But like also, if, yeah, I mean, it can also get creepy. Like you could easily be getting me too if you're starting to talk during a massage. Okay, well, I'm just saying, well, I'm just saying it's. A, it, I mean, I'm just saying it. Sometimes it's a very, very, very relaxing situation. John, I'm well, sorry I derailed this whole live show. Yeah, I don't. We are, I was just about ready to talk about Blake Griffin. Now I, gotta yeah, well, about I got to worry about freaking creepy Coach Gary. <laughs> I'm not being creepy. I'm just saying. I've only gotten the one. I fell asleep. Thank God. All I told her was I loved her. I just don't understand. <laughs> listen, My first goodness. of all, that's that's harmless. Be like, listen, I love you. <laughs> doing a great, doing a great body of work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, can uh, this is this is also something that I don't understand the leap that we've made in the last week and a half here. And that, my friends, is Blake Griffin is now good. Okay. There you go. What a what a way to get the show back on track, John. <laughs> what what happened here? Like I, I remember, the, yeah, that's right. I do, I damn right. I talked to my barber. I saw everyone say Blake Griffin is washed. I got a little excited at a buyout. I'd be like, oh. You know, like the more the merrier. What if Dwight Howard's old bones just don't end up holding out and you need somebody to come in there and get you some minutes? I like the idea of Blake Griffin on a cheap deal. Oh, you're just a fucking casual. And now that KD and now that, you know, Kyrie and now that that fat guy who's scoring uh, fucking too many points like Griffin He's good. NBA Twitter has decided that Blake Griffin is good. So um, I need two answers to two questions. One, is Blake Griffin good? Two, yep. can we all agree that the Brooklyn Nets jerseys are fucking awful and stop stop wearing them? They're disgusting. The, um, which the, one? the ESPN2 fucking font yeah. jerseys are awful. They're terrible. I don't know who made them. The I like their standard ones. Yeah. Yeah, I like the I like their standard ones too. But what when did when did Blake Griffin become good, Kyle? Did, can you explain that to me? He didn't, but he's perfect for this team. He's perfect for this team. He's only played thirty eight games in the last two years. You know, he hasn't had a dunk since two thousand nineteen in a game. That's no the most. Way. That is the one of the best dunkers of all time. Has not had a dunk in, in since two thousand nineteen in a game. Jesus, I didn't know that. Um, he's not the third all NBA team averaging twenty five points a game. Blake Griffin from two years ago. But he is perfect for this team. Somehow, Sean Mark should win GM of the year the way he's just been able to take this disabled player exception. And then uh, they still have a mid-level exception, too. So they're probably going to go out and get Andre Drummond now, which is... <laughs> wow, which is I mean. Well, no, no, no. But that's that's something they've been missing from when they traded Jared Allen, Dream just a, a defensive center that they need uh, who can also rebound and obviously protect the paint. I mean, their second unit... Indeed, will duck them then? He might... He ducked, he ducked Jokic last night. Yeah, I was going to say, you're um, going to duck him? This is perfect, though. This is this is exactly – this is scary for, for the Nets. Like, I, I like making jokes that, like, oh, man, it's going to make the Eastern Conference final win that much easier. I don't think so. I mean, I think you got to go on for Kyle Lowry and P.J. Tucker now. I think you have to. Yeah, everybody's everybody's hopped up on P.J. Tucker. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Gary, I don't know, like – any thoughts on uh, on what's going to happen with yeah, yeah I mean, and all Blake this? Griffin, do it in the playoffs. Come on, <laughs> win a playoff series. 
win the playoffs. Blake Griffin win a playoff yeah. series. Get to the East. Get to get to the Western Conference Finals once in your life. Well, yeah, I mean he should. I mean he should now because he doesn't. Have to, he doesn't have to do anything. This is freak, we're talking break Blake Griffin now. Like this is what we're doing. We're just, <laughs> we're just Blake this Griffin. Is, this is big for the Sixers. I mean it's a it's a it's a big deal for the Sixers. I mean, yeah, I, is he any good? Like, is are we really say Blake Griffin's still good? He's a no. perfect complimentary piece for for them. He's a backup center. I, I here's my take: Blake Griffin does not make it out of the first round of the playoffs. He will be so ineffective well, he that he'll, round he will be DNP'd for the second round. Okay, so you're saying he injured Blake Griffin we're, we're getting. No, I mean, not even not, not injured. I'm just saying he's washed. I don't believe Blake Griffin is good anymore. I don't believe he's that great of a in, in a in a in a backup role that's going to be, you know, so so like where it is now. I just I think he's just okay. I think he's a guy that you need for the regular season and I wouldn't I probably he probably is going to be useless for the playoffs. That's what I thought, you know. Going going into uh, going into if they had any any kind of opportunity at him, but um, I just want to point out that nothing ever can go right with Ben and Joel, and I feel this is where the fulcrum begins to bend down a little bit, and we're gonna get all of that wonderful. Ben Simmons love and hate in the roller coasters are gonna become more and more intense, and we're gonna have this kind of falling out for the last two months. I don't think that they lose any momentum. I just, you know, not having your two stars for hopefully they keep testing negative. And like Kyle said, maybe they're back by that Thursday after the all-star break here. Um, I don't know. Don't I just, have. I think there's bad, bad things coming for at least a, a week or two. I mean, the second half of this, the second half of the season schedule for the Sixers is brutal. I think they have a six game road trip, a four game road trip, a ton of back to backs. You're probably not going to see as much Ben and Joe in general, just because they're going to rest them more or less Joe. I, listen, it, they have to make a move. Like This doesn't set up well for them to be a one or two seed. I could easily see it slip away from them just because of the schedule. I was looking at the other day, and I'm like, whoa, this is well, this is not an easy second half. I mean, the Nets have only played seven games, and they're a half game back. Like The, 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 the James right. Harden Nets have only played seven games together. KD hasn't played since February 13th. It's it's insane. They're averaging 121 points a game. 121 points a game. I know. But no one's like your eyes almost turn to Milwaukee Jesus. and see if they can make a move. And you're like, okay, well, this... It, it it gets it's starting to get dicey with the the Sixers. That's what I'm saying. Well, why 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 is it starting to get dicey with the Sixers when last? I think it's Wednesday all because we if you look at that, like, if you look at that second half of the schedule, I guess this is the first time I have really looked at it, yeah. and I'm like, that's <laughs> it's a there's a lot going on. There's a lot a lot of people. Right. Yeah, it, it's it's a tough schedule, but a lot of a they lot have of teams back to backs. Well, we said this. This is what we said on Wednesday. They they need to make a move. Yeah, they need to make a move, and I think you got to go yeah. get Kyle Lowry, Maybe and you got to go get PJ Tucker, and. People Which are looking at PJ Tucker's numbers, and they're going to be like, "I can't believe we're going to bring this guy in." It's, it's, it might not be enough to get it done, but it's not time. I, I don't think it's time yet to trade Ben Simmons. If there's nothing there, not what why I'm get saying. rid of your, why get rid of your star? So then, I don't know. I feel like we just we just went really down on the Sixers when like they just beat the best team in the West, who's actually a good Utah Jazz team. Oh yeah, they, I, I, I'm just saying there's going to be now comes that that desert for a while because there's just yeah. something that gets in their way every single year. I'm just glad it's not something, you know, as long as it continues to stay negative. Like, I, I'm, geez, I hope that COVID stays away from everybody. But if it, this isn't like a ball to the face. This is like shoving an elbow into your, you know, something freak like that. So hopefully, 
that that uh, this can go away and it's just a little blimp on the radar. I just have a feeling that there's just going to be a down for like a month or a month and a half until you get to that trade deadline. And it might even push, you know, Maury to, to do something a little quicker or, ooh, how would you like that? Uh, the, okay. uh, the, oh, you're just you emphasizing. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm with you, John. Like, I'm like, uh, for some reason, I I feel like something bad's on the horizon for the Sixers. I don't know why. I just have this weird feeling. Yep. And I hope I'm wrong. I really do, but. As Zoe was pointing history, out, history things, shows me. Yeah, things were going too well. Yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah. just like there's something that has to just uh, show up there. It's uh, the Sixers. It just seems like something always has to go wrong before it can yeah. go right. Right? No, there's always next year. Uh, there's always next year. Stop it. Maybe, uh, maybe next year. <laughs> Great documentary. Um, I, I, I do want to end on this because I, I have I have seen and by the way we wrote all our notes on our wonderful uh, paper plate uh, Ooh, today nice. but uh, I I think when I when I hear uh, a lot of a lot of young podcasters coming into Last Out Media and by the way if you are looking for a place to record and not just record but also just grow your brand grow your podcast we've been there before it's what we're doing with Water Boys currently we love we love helping out podcasts. Um, I, I feel as though when I talk to a lot of people, they are constantly going, well, I don't want to be Skip Bayless. I'm tired of the debate shows or I, I don't like how sports media is or any of the stuff. And I totally get all that, obviously. Um, but the one thing I don't think we've answered from that question, because I, I, I really don't know the answer. What do we want in place of it? Because everything that I've heard so far seems incredibly boring to me. Uh, and in the football community, I think that happens, tends to happen a lot. Like, we are so dead set on X's and O's of the game. And some, I mean, a lot of the basketball guys I follow, so dead set on the X's and O's of the game that it just, no, I think the most important part of it, the most important part of it is the, the enjoying the product, the fans discussing it. I don't know. It's not to dumb I it down. I, I don't want yeah. things to be dumbed down, but I also just want to be myself and i know you guys do too and there's a lot of other people that just want to be themselves and yet i see every streamer youtuber podcaster sounding exactly the same we're trying to get into the same formulaic thing like i was bringing gary i was bringing it up to kyle have you ever seen the any of the gambling ads that have run on television it's the same it's almost like it's the same woman or the same man selling you the same shtick and that's what's kind of happening in sports media too like hey we're gonna go be different but also mm-hmm. we're just gonna do the same thing and put it on youtube so i want to ask you, you first, say that what do you, what do you want next uh well i want the ads thing was funny you said that because the first time ever i saw the barstool sportsbook ad and that's a different ad. It's a very different ad. Well, there you and go. I was like, well, this is this is why they're so good at what they do. But yeah, I don't know. I I don't watch any of the debate shows. I I guess I would be the same way. Like, I would love to sit down and just do X's and O's. I love that stuff. Like, I like to watch film. I like doing a gap. I like doing. Are you blitzing? Are you doing a, a buzz blitz? Are you playing zone cover? I like all that kind of stuff. But I don't think. Yeah, again, I don't think people people don't care. No. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I, I, I care. I guess for coaches, I would be, I would be probably better. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, no, I like, care. Oh, my, my listening audience is just coaches. I'm like, oh, this guy's going to break down the film for me. Perfect. I cannot. I, I, listen, I love, I love learning about all that stuff. And you know, a lot of the draft guys will send me like YouTube coaching clinics that I, I love diving into for two or three hours. But if you told me that's my content every day of like, we're going to break down the entire inside zone, outside zone running scheme for you, I'm going to turn it off. 
See like, that you just described yeah. my ideal podcast. I can watch that all day. <laughs> well, there's plenty of those, and 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 I'm that's sure what they're, they're there for. That's what that's they're there niche. for, and I love yeah. that. Yeah. So, but that's not an answer for mass. Or are we no. are we heading to a point now where mass will not exist? I think you're going to get the more and more of the debate shows as the more and more the player empowerment period grows. So I think what I was thinking about this earlier, the one thing I don't like about the NBA player empowerment is that it's done in season, right? So like it's essentially like, oh, we're going to start this year and we're going to move and we're going to ruin this team. And then you do ruin that team for a little bit while. The one interesting thing about the NFL is it essentially leads itself to have to happen during the offseason. So at least both teams have a prepare, have the ability to prepare to not have that player in season uh, coming that season. That's why, like, I mean, the Harden thing stinks for the if you if you think about it, if you think about like the Rockets, it stinks for them because they're basically a dead team for a little while. Right, right. Let's take Houston, the Texans this year. They're going to trade Watson, right? But they're going to get a bunch of first. They're going to get a lot of capital back. You can now see a plan in place if you can look at it, the silver lining. I don't think it's as detrimental right away to an NFL team. Obviously, Houston won't be good, but I think that's what was bothering me, and I think these situations is what's going to make the debate shows even better because people love talking about player movement. They do. I mean, it's my favorite part of the year. I love the off season. I think it's fascinating, but Kyle, you kind of feel the next person to do it right. And what it, that's what I'm saying. What is the right way to do question? Me and Kyle debate show me and Kyle try and answer this question like nine times a week when we're talking on the phone. Um, I don't. I mean, it's, it's a debate show. I'm I'm with Gary though. I, I don't really, I don't really consume the stuff. Um, but you know what? Did you know that Skip Bayless um, and, and Undisputed, they're like the second biggest sports show on YouTube? I thought that was shocking. Is that right? Yeah. Well, see, that's and, Pat and, McAfee and show. That, that's where I, I look at that and say, okay, everyone's not paying it. Everyone's completely, you know, that show in particular when they went to FS1. I forgot what they called it. But, undisputed. Uh, oh, it is just Undisputed. That's right. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the name. Well, whatever. I, <laughs> I, um, Everyone pointed out, uh, who's the guy that covered for the New York Times and that works for the athletic? Richard Deitch kept railing. It was his yeah. shtick of like, look at 0.0 ratings. The Nickelodeon episode of this mm-hmm. got better. Clearly, people don't want it. But we completely ignored the digital side of it, what they're doing. Now they're the second most popular show on YouTube, which, by the way, that's where everyone is. Like, yeah. so why are we comparing television ratings to that when they're like that show sucks but everyone is on YouTube because they're doing the same thing it's not anything different it's not anything different that's why I, that's no matter what Pat McAfee I love him to death and I watch the show too but the formula is Dan Patrick and mm-hmm. so is Dan Lebetard and so is all that other stuff it's surrounded by that one formula and that's what's popular so we're we're not into different things and we're not into I, I don't believe that I just you think we, different we, voices Different voices, absolutely. Do they entertain us? Yes, yes. Yeah. That's like that's a duh. That's an obvious. But I don't know. Well, I just I don't see I don't see what we want so differently from even the older media is just on a different medium, and we just go, wow, we reinvented the wheel. I don't, you know, and that's not happening here. Well, that's funny too because the the three examples you gave, McAfee, Levitard, and Dan Patrick, they're just the same show with a degree of difference. Like, right. You know, Dan Patrick show, serious sports talk, a little bit of lightheartedness, but it's sports talk. McAfee, comedy angle, and then Levitard, it's an ironic angle. Like everything right. has an angle to it. And I mean, like, I think I think Levitard does it the best, but that's a personal opinion. Yeah, I know, so, and, yeah and, it's and, like if you can find your degree of difference by doing the same model, you can grab your viewership, but it's gonna be the person who finds the way to do it the right way next. And I'm telling you, 
we've been trying to solve this issue for years. Well, not year. Well, year now for me and Kyle. We've been trying to figure out how we do this right. And I guess and it's Kyle, hard to find an answer to. There's a uh, oh shoot, I forgot where I was going to ask you there, but it, like the the idea that I don't know is that what is that what we end up really wanting in the end is just a. Just yes. another version of McAfee. It's just another version of Lebertard. Oh, that's what it was. Because we, a lot of people, the trend, and Bill Simmons has started this for, since forever, is we're sports and culture. We're not really just sports. We're a mm-hmm. bunch of other different things. To, and uh, I don't think you have to do that. Like, just who cares? If you like sports, you can just still talk about sports. You can still talk about culture. You can still you can do whatever the fuck you want. But it has to be part, part of you, I guess. Like, I don't yeah. I don't know. I I think sports in general is changing because of gambling and all that other stuff too. So, well, yeah, that's that's a thing. I mean, why is the why is the late night talk show model, you know, still exist, still still work? I mean, how much different how much different is Fallon than Johnny Carson? Bits oh, big come out do a monologue, do different. bits. No, I haven't. Really. I can't tell you the last the time show's I watched. The same. Yeah, the show's exactly the same. But the the again, the voice is so different. Yeah. So, so different. I can't tell you yeah. the last time I watched SNL, uh, you know, the, the, that Fallon, any, late, any late night show, even, even like I would never, the difference between Letterman and Colbert is God, amazingly different. And that's like, that's not even a, a late night show anymore. I don't even know what that is. So it was interesting because in college I would, I would DVR the late night show every night and then wake back up for, like, during the week to watch it in the morning. That's what I always do the first day, but now I don't, I don't watch anymore. <laughs> You are an old man. That yeah, was during those during the week. I had studies to take care of. Remember, I was playing lacrosse too. I didn't have just during the week time to go out and do whatever I wanted. I feel like yeah. does Gary's life have a block schedule at all times? I feel no, like I'm actually one of the most unregimented people you'd ever meet. <laughs> but it was like if I really enjoyed. But the, th- the other thing is like I go through ebbs and flows of things I like. So like yeah, for like eight months I really liked the Tonight Show, and then I was just off of it. Like, I just don't watch yeah. it anymore. But I'll still come up with clips. I'm like, all right, I'm done with it for now. Like, I grow bored of things quickly. <laughs> now, I don't think much has changed uh, Much has changed since then. Um, nope. Well, Kyle, any, any uh, kind of final words uh, on this or anything else? I think we're going to leave that there for uh, this morning. Uh, again, as always, we appreciate everyone tuning in live. And if you're listening on the replay again, uh, pretty fucked up that you're yeah. not here. We're live every every morning, 6 a.m., Waterboy's YouTube page, My Periscope, Last Out Media's Facebook page. There's there's not a place where you can't find us. Um, and we appreciate everybody listening. Kyle, uh, what do you got uh, heading on out here, bud? Nothing. Um I just hope Joe Embiid and uh, Ben Simmons keep testing negative for the next five days and we get back on the horse and ride it out for the second half because it's not going to be easy. But we'll see that that's in the Eastern Conference Finals. Gary, final takes? It's going to be on Wednesday. It's going to be 61 degrees. Thursday, 70 degrees. Friday, 68. Saturday, 54. That's golf, golf weather, everybody. Get outside. Get the Cubs going. And let's hit the links. Subscribe to the you look Water Hazard. Ha- yeah. Can subscribe uh, to the Water okay. Hazard podcast uh, because. Uh, Gary's out golfing this weekend, 30 degree weather with short sleeves. That's why you know, he's, uh, he's for real. It's authentic and all that other fun stuff too. We will see you here next Monday. Thank you again. Make sure you're subscribing to the water boys feed produced right here at the last out media studios. And of course, uh, part of the crossing broad podcast network. We'll see you real soon guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>